0: Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I am a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I am your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about energy management. Yes, I know I named this episode, Less Coffee Dates, More Phone Calls which really speaks to how you're spending your energy and ultimately valuing your time. I know there is this enormous temptation as a business owner and especially a new business owner or during the slow times to agree to every coffee meeting. And these days, it pretty much seems like that's the only thing people want to do. I have lost track of the number of times I've been asked to coffee without given a reason or expectation of why we're actually meeting. And due to the myth, yes, myth, that everyone is a potential client or connection, I know it can be really tempting to agree to every one of these meetings and you feel like you're doing something, but the reality is you're not. And let's clear something up right now. Not everyone is a potential client or valuable connection. Really take a second and let that statement sink in because they're not right? Oftentimes, and when I say often, I mean 99% of the time, people who are asking you to meet for coffee either don't know what they want, aren't ready to pay for consulting, or are hoping to get free consulting. And this isn't that they have ill intentions, it's just that our culture these days really allows for this, you know, I just want to pick your brain mentality, and ugh. (laughs) Anytime I hear that statement, and in fact, I built this into many of the workshops that I do for women entrepreneurs. I say the phrase, I just want to pick your brain is a warning phrase. That is a no go sign because that person really is saying that they want free consulting. And even as a new business owner, you need to treat your time as something incredibly valuable and precious because if you don't set that boundary, if you don't treat your time, like it's valuable, no one else will. And that may sound harsh if you are a people-pleaser or a former people-pleaser like myself. I know it can be really tempting to want to just meet with everyone because they want to meet with you. But you would never see the CEO of a major business, right, Of the CEO of Apple, of Amazon, of Microsoft, of any of these big companies agreeing to every coffee meeting, now would you? Right? And when you think of it in those terms that CEOs of major corporations, access to their time is incredibly precious and valuable and something that you really have to make a case for. The same goes for you as a business owner. You are the CEO of your business, whether or not you have fully embodied that or stepped into the role yet, this is one very easy way to make a step towards better energy management is not agreeing to every coffee meeting. So why? Why is this important? So I'll give you three reasons why I encourage you to never agree to a coffee meeting pretty much again, or if you haven't had a phone call with them first. The first reason is that it adds at least an extra hour of your time for free that you're not going to get paid for (laughs) at all. Because anytime you meet someone in person, you're adding an extra 30 minutes on the front end and the back end just for getting there, right? Just for transit and getting ready, getting dressed, getting prepared, right? For a meeting that you really don't even have an outcome for. So you're wasting an extra hour guaranteed. Second, you will absolutely end up giving away your advice for free. If you don't have an agenda beforehand or a desired outcome, you'll often end up giving away a lot of extra consulting time, usually at least 40 minutes, right? Because it becomes very difficult and awkward once you're already there if you realize after five minutes or 20 minutes, which by the way is about all the amount of time it really takes you to discern what the person wants and you know if it makes sense to have a contract with them. So once you're already there, you're pretty much stuck. and it's likely they'll ask you a lot of questions and it will become difficult to deflect those questions and say you know that's part of what i do as consulting or that's part of what i do once you're a client right so not giving them access to your like at least an hour of your time is very important and keeping it limited but it's pretty much impossible to do if you're meeting in person so number three it will waste your time right you could very quickly find out in a phone call if they're a good fit or if they'll actually be a valuable connection. So you're guaranteed to waste time in transit, you're guaranteed to give away your information and your knowledge for free, and you will likely end up wasting at least an extra 40 minutes of just meeting time that could have been cleared up from a phone call. So when you're a business owner, your time becomes exponentially more valuable. The number of decisions you have to make in a day when you move from being a worker to an entrepreneur where you wear all of the hats, right? And I know that that's a common phrase, but it's true. You are the marketer, you are the salesperson, you are the idea person, you are the project manager, you are the CFO, right? You're the operations manager. So now that you're the CEO of your business and wearing all those other hats, you have to make so many more decisions. And in doing so, you'll often run into a lot of decision fatigue. And so it's really important that you put caps on spending your energy and that you make access to you very exclusive because you have so much more to do in a day and so many more decisions to make and decision fatigue is a real thing. Now, if you're going and having all of these coffee meetings, you might be thinking that you're doing a lot of like lead generation or business development, but you're not. You're simply being sloppy with how you spend your time. And it's true. It it comes down to a lack of management and energy management if you're agreeing to every coffee meeting. So I encourage you to step into the mindset and this new role that you are, which is CEO. You do not need to meet with every person who comes through a direct message, through an email, through social media, through your website. It's simply not valuable. So what am I recommending instead, right? You you don't wanna say no to everyone who wants to meet with you. But I encourage you instead, next time when you're asked for a coffee meeting, that you follow this three-step process. So step one, ask them what is the desired outcome? What are they looking for and how can you help? And if they respond to this question with any of the following phrases, decline the meeting. First, I'd like to pick your brain, which translates to, I want free advice. Second, I just want to network. Push them to give you a reason to expand. And if you're not looking to be their friend, decline this meeting, right? So when they say they want to network, ask them why are they looking to generate business? Are they looking for a consultant or someone to help them with something that it applies to what you offer? And the third statement, I can't afford consulting right now, but maybe in the future, then ask them to contact you in the future because your schedule is full. Now, as I mentioned before, if you are a people pleaser or a recovering one, these recommendations may sound a bit harsh or intense to you, but I promise it will get easier each time to turn down coffee meetings. Boundaries are absolutely critical for anyone and especially business owners. You could easily waste all of your time on coffee meetings without turning a single one of those into business. So my call to action for you is to stop, put an end to this, Don't ask people for coffee meetings, suggest phone calls, and don't agree to them anymore. Okay, back to the the step process, right? So step two is insist on a 20-minute phone call first. Put a cap on your time and say you'd like to offer a free 20-minute consultation to figure out if it's a good fit. Then do zero consulting on that call. This is an exploratory call where your goal is to learn if their needs and their goals actually meet what you can provide, right? And determine if it is a good fit. And as soon as you do ask them exactly what they want, right? And then you get into this kind of dialogue where it's not you giving away your time. It's you really learning about them, finding out what their needs are, what their goals are and how you can create a well-crafted proposal that meets their needs and goals. And then step three, now let's say it's a good fit, right? Tell them that you will send a proposal after this call. You know, give them an exact time frame. You can expect a proposal from me by, say, Thursday. And then there's no need to meet in person. If they want to meet face-to-face, do so after they've seen the proposal and they've seen the amount of money that you're asking for. Because I'll tell you, I've done one of these exploratory calls before where the woman was so excited to work with me, but she had no idea what my price tag was for social media marketing. And for those of you who are new to the podcast, I authored the first college textbook on social media marketing back in 2012, and the book has now gone international, it's been translated to four languages. So if someone wants to hire me to do social media, there's a high price tag and a high price point associated with that because of my background, because of the experience and the years I've put into learning about it and writing about it and being a thought leader in the industry. And so she said, you know, something along the lines of like, oh, I kind of have a limited budget, which to me indicated this probably wasn't going to be a good fit. And so I said, you know what, let me send you the proposal first, and then we can decide if you still want to meet on lunch. She wrote me back immediately and told me that the amount I was asking for is more than her annual budget for consulting, which is fair and makes sense, but did not mean it was a good fit. Now, had we met in person, to go over the proposal or for lunch, right, this would have been really awkward and an awful waste of time for her and for myself. And so it's important to realize that not everyone who's excited to work with you also necessarily has the budget to work with you. And if you are charging what you're worth, right, if you are really establishing boundaries in all those different ways, it is likely that the folks who want to meet with coffee are not going to be a good match anyways you really don't see that at higher levels, right? You don't see a lot of executives asking other executives or salespeople just out for coffee. It just really doesn't happen. But I've noticed it's really pervasive amongst new business owners. And something I've seen, you know, I'm also a business coach and I've really seen a lot of my coaching clients struggle with this and be tempted to meet with every person that comes through the door. But the reality is, People who are simply asking for coffee and they aren't asking for services usually don't have real intentions to work with you. So I hope I've convinced you to stop meeting for coffee with every person who walks through the door because 100% of the time I have found that a coffee date is best served as a phone call. Remember that your time is your most valuable asset, especially now that you're in the role of CEO or business owner. So use it wisely and be really selective about who you allow access to you and your energy because you have plenty of things on your plate to work through to do whether that's on the financial side your accounting right working on write-offs taxes like there are so many ways that you can be spending your energy that directly impact the success of your business rather than meeting for these random coffee dates So please let me know after you've listened to this podcast, are you still meeting for coffee dates? How has it gone? You know, are you able to change and really put your foot down? Has it been successful when you've said, no, let's hop on a phone call first and let me know your experience because I'd always love to hear from listeners. So if you're new to the podcast, you can always message me through Instagram, which my Instagram handle is at miss M I S S B. Dot moves. So miss B moves is my Instagram handle. Always feel free to reach out there. You can also usually send me a message through most of the different applications that you're possibly listening to this podcast on. So love to hear from you. And as always, if you are a listener of the podcast and you're enjoying it, I would sincerely appreciate getting a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to if you're so comfortable. So anyways, I am so excited for all of you and the direction of your businesses. I'm so excited for you to become the true CEO of your business. And until next week, you badass ladies keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9am for another episode of women rise.